It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Good morning and welcome to the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB. Great to be with you. And today we are joined by Dr. Russell Reisner, a breast surgeon at St. Mary Complete Breast Care. Dr. Reisner, thank you so much for giving us a bit of your time today. We're going to talk about the risks for breast cancer this morning. Very good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your experience. What brought you to St. Mary Medical Center? So I do have uh, some uh, people in my family who unfortunately uh, did suffer from cancer in years past. And between that and it just piquing my interest in my medical training, uh, I decided to become a cancer surgery specialist, a surgical oncologist. I have uh, always uh, dedicated most of my practice uh, toward people with breast cancer and joined St. Mary about two years ago uh, to help people in uh, our local community and deal with their own personal battles with breast cancer as well. Dr. Reisner, are you from the area, from the region, uh, St. Mary Medical Center? You know, I think this is a great place to live and work. How did you land at St. Mary Medical Center? So I actually grew up uh, in Queens, New York, but uh, my wife uh, grew up in the uh, suburbs of Philadelphia, and I have been living here now for about 18 years. Uh, Again, I'm only at St. Mary for about the last two years, having worked at some other institutions in the area, Um, but I was very much attracted to the community setting, yet all the attributes and uh, means of taking care of patients as large academic medical centers have. And so for that reason, I thought uh, working at St. Mary was a great uh, mix of both worlds. Well, Dr. Reisner, anyone who is with us today on the St. Mary Healthline could also go online and find out a little bit more about St. Mary, trinityhealthma.org, more about what we're going to discuss today, your risks for breast cancer, or just to get to know a little bit more about what is happening at St. Mary Medical Center. Dr. Reisner, before we get into our topic du jour, tell us a little bit about maybe your hobbies. So we'll get to know you a little bit more. A, A trivial fact about Dr. Reisner, you know, many people People do not know that I eat Cheerios every morning, but I only use a little bit of milk. I don't use a lot of milk, so that's my trivial fact, my morning regimen of Cheerios with just a little bit of milk. Well, uh, I am, uh, uh, as a hobby, uh, an avid uh, genealogy researcher. Oh. Uh, I've been uh, working on my family's history for many years now, uh, and I love making contact with distant relatives in all parts of the world uh, just to exchange information and greetings. That is very cool, looking at that family tree. All right, we got a uh, New Yorker with us, Dr. Reisner, and a guy who likes genealogy. So before we get into uh, breast cancer, specifically Dr. Reisner, what is what is cancer itself? I mean, there are certain things that link 
different types of cancers together. Um, I mean, cancer is just malignant um, formations of, of, of cells that kind of have gone wrong. So all the cells of our body need at some time to grow, to reproduce themselves, to replace worn out cells, and to add more of themselves as, as the body requires. That process is normally very subdued, orderly, and planned. Cancer is the uncontrolled growth of tissues in the body to the extent that that uncontrolled growth starts to interfere with the normal functioning of either that part of the body or in cases where a cancer has spread to other places to that new part of the body. We're in Breast Cancer Awareness Month right now. Um, can you give us a little bit of an idea of uh, what breast cancer is? I mean, again, I guess the same types of functions are happening, but it is in human breast tissue. Yes. So breast tissue is composed of uh, different types of cells, and any one of these types of cells can sometimes undergo what we call malignant transformation. Hmm. The cells no longer respond to the normal signals that our body puts out regulating their growth. That being said, those cells cells uh, grow in an unregulated fashion. They reproduce themselves. They heap up to the point where they ultimately form a tumor, a mass of those cells all clumped in one place. And as I said earlier, some forms of cancer have the ability that some of those cells can break off from the main tumor, hmm. travel by various routes to other parts of the body where they, they too can set up, grow, and cause local problems there as well. And Breast cancer is the most common cancer that women in our country get, uh, affecting uh, hundreds of thousands of women each year in our country. Breast cancer is also a disease that men can get, although the incidence in men is significantly less than that of women. You know, I was thinking before the show about um, uh, mammograms still are the, the, the gold standard, uh, I think, as a layperson, to look inside human breast tissue. Can, can men also get mammograms? Men can get a mammogram, absolutely true. Unlike women, we do not routinely send men for a yearly screening of their breasts with a mammogram. We do use mammograms, however, when a man notices abnormalities in their breasts or on a routine exam by their health care provider if an abnormality is appreciated. So why are these cells uh, so, I don't know if I would say likely or uh, it's common that these types of the breast tissue has these types of malignancies in it. Well, most uh, scientists and uh, medical people do feel that uh, the incidence of various cancers, including breast cancer, has risen over the years. Hmm. Some of it is undoubtedly due to the fact that humans are living much longer than we did in the past, thanks to the advances in medicine, taking care of heart disease, lung disease, things of that sort. With our bodies uh, advancing many more years in age, uh, the normal processes that keep cell growth in check 
and start to break down. Hmm. There's also a likely association between things that we are exposed to in our environment and the development of certain cancers. We, of course, know that with our more complex society, we are exposed to much more in the way of food processing, chemical processing, other exposures, and undoubtedly that does have some effect on the higher rates of cancer that we do see. So you've touched on some of the risks, kind of sounds like age demographics, the types of uh, food and environment that the the patient is in. Uh, What are the risk factors for getting breast cancer? I mean, let's take age first. Is it more likely after a certain age, and that's why those mammograms are recommended? That is absolutely correct. Although we have done an excellent job as a society in trying to inform women that they do have a risk of breast cancer and that they should take steps to mitigate that risk, such as having proper breast screening, including mammograms and exams, women uh, sometimes are under the impression that younger women are more likely to get breast cancer, and that's actually just the opposite. Breast cancer is more of a disease of older women Typically, the average age might be in the uh, late 50s and 60s as compared to women in their 30s and 40s. And unfortunately, that risk does not ever go away completely, although most times, if cancer is going to be experienced, uh, it does not happen at the very extremes uh, as far as age one of the other fa- uh, factors. Yeah, we hear I'm about sorry. genetics sometimes, Dr. Reisner. Uh, a family history can be uh, an indication that you may be more likely to potentially have, have breast cancer issues. That's absolutely correct. We know that although most of the time breast cancer as well as other cancers are not caused by a genetic defect that we can identify, There are instances where we do think that's a more likely scenario. If a woman presented and gave a family history indicating several related family members all with breast cancer or potentially with ovarian cancer or prostate cancer, we do start to think that there is a higher likelihood of there being a genetic mutation involved. Hmm. However, we also know that people in the same family can have a higher incidence of cancer, not just because there's something wrong with their genes, but having lived in the same environment, drank the same water, breathed the same air, been exposed to whatever causative agent there might have been, uh, can also cause a higher amount of cancer in one particular family. I guess even similar behaviors, right, could potentially be shared by family members, which is kind of outside of genetics. Can you modify? I mean, you're you can't modify your genes, or or can you? Uh, you know, the modern modern medicine these days. I know we've we, we've heard about the isolation of uh, some genetic indicators that uh, may be a sign of breast cancer. Uh, how can you modify these risk factors? You can't do anything about your age. You can't do much about your genes. How do you protect yourself if you feel like you have a heightened risk? So, as you said, no, we can't do anything to modify our genes, at least not in 2020. Ah. Who knows what the future will hold. We're going to be splicing up those genes in the future, I think. What 
Sorry, okay. Dr. Reisner. I was just saying I think we're going to be splicing up those genes at some point in the future, but I yeah. guess that's uh, for uh, another top, uh, another day sometime down the road. Our, our grandchildren will discuss that, yes. <laughs> but there are some factors that we do have some control over. One of the causative relationships that we know exists with breast cancer is that breast cancer can be linked to excess body weight and body fat. Hmm. We know that fat can store the female hormone estrogen in our bodies and that higher exposure to estrogen is a risk factor for the development of breast cancer. So we certainly would recommend that any women with excess body weight, excess body fat, take steps that they can to lower their breast cancer risk by reducing that fat in their body. We also know, of course, certain exposures such as tobacco use, cigarette smoke, that is linked to a variety of cancers, including breast cancer to some extent. Again, a clearly modifiable risk factor mm -hmm. that with perhaps from their medical team, uh, many women can uh, get rid of as well. We do know that although there are factors that we have no control over, that doesn't mean that we would just sit back and be a victim to our genetics and our environment. We can certainly take positive steps to investigate whether any one person might have additional risk factors that they are not aware of. And if they are found to have those risk factors, even if they're not ones that can be removed, we might take steps to mitigate that risk by utilizing a program of increased surveillance and sometimes even medical treatments that can lower a woman's risk of getting breast cancer. Well, Dr. Reiser, again, thank you for being with us here on the Healthline today. We're going to step aside, take a quick break, and we're talking about knowing your risk for breast cancer. And we want to talk about, you know, what if somebody doesn't have these identifiable risks? Can they still get breast cancer? We'll ask uh, Dr. Reisner about what happens at St. Mary Complete Breast Care as uh, far as some of the treatments that are available there as we continue with the Healthline here on WBCB. Again, if you're looking for more information about what we're talking about, about any of our Healthline topics, go to trinityhealthma.org. You can find out more about Dr. Reisner, about St. Mary Complete Breast Care today. Again, trinityhealthma.org. We're going to be right back with more of the St. Mary Healthline in just a moment. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary orthopedic team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness so you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. Head out to Dion Square, located at South Oxford Valley and South Olds Boulevard, to get all your summer essentials in one place with the following businesses ready to serve you. Pat Dion Beverages, CVS Pharmacy, Smile Culture Dental, Biomat, Wayner Nationwide Insurance, Liberty Auto Tags, Pennsylvania Fine Wine and Spirits, Lee's Hoagie House, AutoZone, and First National Bank and Trust of Newtown. Make Dion Square your one-stop shop for all your shopping needs at Fairless Hills. 
Christ. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Welcome back to the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB. Good morning. Good to be with you. Great to have Dr. Russell Reisner with us from St. Mary Complete Breast Care. So, Dr. Reisner, we're going to pick up right where we left off. What if someone does not have one of those identifiable risk factors, the genetics, the age? Can someone still get breast cancer without those risk factors being there or being obvious? Unfortunately, the answer is yes. Hmm. We certainly haven't begun to scratch the surface understanding who gets breast cancer and who does not. There are clearly factors out there that we haven't identified, and so we wouldn't know if someone might have been exposed to something in their environment that could potentially increase their risk of breast cancer. We can do some calculations, try to obtain what we call a more personalized risk assessment by asking uh, someone questions pertinent to their medical history, to their family's history, to any biopsies of their breast that might have been done in the past. And with that information, we can try to build, again, a more personalized and particular risk assessment for any one woman. If we found that a woman's risk of getting breast cancer in the future was significantly higher based on that information compared to average women of her age, we might wish to take steps again to mitigate that risk. And that might include an increased surveillance program, meaning instead of just them having a mammogram once a year along with a good breast exam, we might increase the number of imaging studies or examinations that they have. And in certain cases, we might even suggest that a woman take medication that can reduce her risk of getting breast cancer. Of course, no medications are without potential side effects, and so we don't offer that treatment unless we feel that a woman's risk is significantly higher than what we would consider average. So that uh, cancer risk assessment and kind of looking at someone's individual risk, is is that performed by you, Dr. Reisner? Is there a team kind of uh, walking a patient through that protocol? Well, uh, it is performed by me, but of course I gather certain information from colleagues and other uh, studies that patients have had. Part of the information that we use comes from a woman's mammogram. The density of the breast tissue can contribute to her risk. And other parts are obtained by taking a history. But generally, it's not a a blood test or or any type of uh, biopsy. It's a good history going over their menstrual history, what has happened with their breasts in the past, and, of course, taking a good family history as well. When should someone begin learning more about those individual risk factors? I think many women, I don't think men have this same experience, but I think many women who are with us today have had a breast cancer scare, a mammogram where they were called back into the office. Turned out, hopefully, it was nothing, but uh, it is is that the kind of is it age based? Is it uh, maybe something that is seen on a, a mammogram that would uh, get somebody motivated or get you motivated to uh, indicate to your patients we have to find out a little bit more about uh, what risks you may hold? 
Well, we actually do recommend that all women beginning at age 35 can have a personalized risk assessment done. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that we are in uh, full-blown uh, surveillance mode for most women. Uh, mammograms, we wouldn't necessarily start until a woman turns 40 years of age. But even at age 35, having a good history, evaluating their family, as well as any other risk factors that we identify uh, can and should be done. That being said, the goal of identifying a more personalized risk for a woman is not to play Monday morning quarterback and say, in retrospect, now that you've been found to have cancer, we see you have these risks. The goal is to identify those risks beforehand so that we can take steps to lower them and prevent that cancer from being found in the first place. The mammogram is still the best way to look at that stuff? I mean, I, I hear that you know sometimes there are... Um, you know, false positives, that type of thing, and uh, I guess it's better to, better to be safe than sorry. Um, is there a, a, another way to look inside the human body and uh, see these types of situations developing? There are certainly several uh, imaging studies that we can use to look at breast tissue, but currently a mammogram is still our best test, finding the majority of cancers and ignoring the subtle normal uh, things that we can see in breast tissue when we actually look. For women who are felt to be of significantly higher risk of developing breast cancer in the future, however, we might add additional tests on top of a mammogram, hmm. such as MRI of the breast or ultrasound examination of the Dr. Russell Reisner with us today for the St. Mary Healthline and at St. Mary Complete Breast Care all the services needed to help assess and manage risk, uh, treat breast cancer, all available at the suite? Yes, that is correct. Our, our imaging, of course, is done in a separate location in our facility, in our brand-new uh, state-of-the-art breast imaging center. Um, so all care can be completed uh, under our one campus here. And that, that involves... The, the mammograms, the surgery, all the imaging, and everything that you've been describing. The, the, the suites at St. Mary are, are quite extensive. Can you describe a little bit uh, the, the, the different rooms that you're able to see patients in? I've been very impressed. I guess I, I've visited a, a couple of spots over there. Are you in the, the, the St. Clair building, or is it the Fran St. Francis building? I am personally in the uh, Franciscan building. The Franciscan building. Uh, but all of the buildings are connected, so it's really just one campus. If a, a woman comes in, she can have her imaging studies. If she needs to have a biopsy done based on either something that is felt or something that is seen on her imaging, that is also done in our uh, brand rebuilt uh, state-of-the-art breast imaging center. If, unfortunately, a diagnosis of cancer is made, she has access to her breast surgical oncologist, which would be me, as well as access to medical oncologists and radiation oncologists, all of whom can see patients on our campus. If additional therapies are needed, such as chemotherapy or radiation therapy, those therapies are also given in our uh, state-of-the-art cancer center again, on our main campus. Dr. Reisner, what else would you like our listeners to know about 
breast health during this time of year. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month as we speak with Dr. Reisner this morning. So, of course, we do know that during the heat of the COVID pandemic, many women were rightly so uh, nervous to come in and have their breast imaging, their mammograms or sonograms done. We do want you to know that we don't think you have lost precious time, but at this time, we can very nicely say that coming into the hospital, having a mammogram or an exam is probably one of the safer things that you can do, certainly if you compare it to going to the, a restaurant and, and dining or things of that sort. So we encourage all women to keep up on their breast imaging. If they delay their mammogram, make that appointment and have it done. We don't want people to fall into the trap of missing an opportunity to catch a cancer or even something that could turn into a cancer in a, the earliest opportunity possible. A, a proactive attitude, uh, early detection still uh, a, a big um, a big aid to, to having the kind of results that patients are hoping for. That is absolutely correct. And for breast cancer, I think our mechanism of doing that is worked out better than most other cancers. Dr. Reisner, thank you for being with us today talking about breast cancer risks here during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, We wish you the best here at uh, St. Mary Complete Breast Care, and uh, we uh, we hope that patients... uh, will get those screenings you know they they you know go ahead and um, uh, be proactive because it's safe to do that now the protocols are in place and uh, we hope that they'll uh, be able to take that message and uh, take their health into their own hands a little bit and uh, with the help of st mary medical center and st mary complete breast care thanks dr reisner thank you very much Again, more information at trinityhealthma.org about all that we've been talking about today here on the Healthline and much, much more. Find out about Dr. Russell Reisner, who has been our guest, and about uh, St. Mary Complete Breast Care. trinityhealthma.org is the website for more info. All right, thanks so much for being with us here on WBCB for the St. Mary Healthline. Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission, to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart.